0: My head. Too much can you tell when stresses are building up for you when you're getting close to your personal breaking point well, McCann, so Rodney, Rodney, having Rodney, a good so talk crying, to yourself break right through super special Well, two health experts, Gary Egger and Charles Watson in their book, Staying Well and Getting Better, believe we can not only learn to cope with stress in such a way as to avoid going past our breaking points, but by talking to ourselves in a certain way and more particularly hearing ourselves, we can actually find ways to release ourselves to become richer and more fulfilled people. There are stresses for all of us, students who are trying to pass exams, kids coping with teachers they don't get on well with or playground tensions, or mums with small babies who believe they've got to put their children first no matter how exhausted they are, those who have employers who push their employees to get more productivity out of them. The list goes on and on. According to Edgar and Watson, although external forces and circumstances may make life uncomfortable, we no longer have to be the victims of it. And one of the major ways forward, they believe, is doing what many sportsmen, cricketers, long jumpers, boxers are seen doing time after time on a television screen, learning to talk to themselves in certain ways. Most people I know... many of us have been told that talking to yourself is a first sign of madness and so many of us have got a bit worried when we caught ourselves chatting to ourselves and we may have tried to deal with it by laughing it off or by saying at least if i talk to myself i get an intelligent conversation most people i know think that i'm crazy and i know at times i act a little hasty But maybe instinctively our souls have been trying to keep us sane, trying to get things through to our consciousness. But too often it doesn't work too well that way because if we don't listen appropriately, another voice arises. It's the frightened child obsessively talking to a parent in our mind and it can actually block off what the rest of our body and soul are trying to say. I could be. According to the authors, as stress builds, the normal tendencies for a tunnel vision to build with it, and with that a closing down of our awareness and the narrowing of our horizons. You can actually lose track of what's happening around you and become blinded to the obvious. When it's happening, rather than whip yourself for it, it's important to see it as a red light. Of saying it's time to tune in to another channel. The authors say it's time to step back and give yourself space to become calm, and then hear answers to the following questions about your style of existence. First of all, ask the question: What situations do you find yourself becoming stressful then. then, when you're in those situations, what do you tend to do? Go cold, get flustered, hit out? What do you tend to feel? Embarrassed, angry, hopeless? What does your mind do? What do you think? I'm making a fool of myself, maybe. I can't cope. And what do you think of yourself when you're under stress? I failed. I could have done better. I'll never measure up. Then how do other people react to you in those situations? They want to support you, they want to back off, or so they become critical. It's as you learn to tune into and listen to these things, you begin to crack important codes that'll help you see the habitual patterns that trap you and wear you out and prevent you from breaking free and expressing yourself and your potentiality. The authors would say, Take the time over a couple of weeks to go over those questions. Think back to one or two stress situations you've been involved with that you can remember clearly and write down an answer to the questions. Let it rise within you until you think, yes, that's how it works for me. When do I feel tense? When do I feel relaxed? And then record what you did, what you thought, what you felt, how others reacted. If possible, talk it over with somebody you trust and you'll soon develop the skill of recognising in your own body the arrival of stress. So then, rather than just going back to your special pattern of reaction to the stress, you can start talking to yourself and saying, I can feel myself going cold. The good old feeling of bewilderment is rising again. I can hear myself starting to accuse myself, and already people are trying to rescue me, but they don't respect me after it. And as you hear those things, you'll begin to hear yet another voice, the voice of the core of your being that'll say, look, I don't need this, or it's not as bad as I first thought. It's almost as if within us there are two persons, One, our set of reactions, our psychological machinery, so to speak, the pattern of our reactions we've put together when we were growing up. And we don't even stop to think about it. It's almost as if it has a mind of its own. And time and time again, we find ourselves in the same old situations. And we say, well, how did I get here? Well, we can now say the mindless machinery brought us here and very often our reactions to stress in particular. Around, down, know, know, it's long, long but strangely enough, the moment we hear that side, we can also begin to hear the other side. It's wanting to say, it's OK, we'll pull this off or we're going to get there. That's the part that sportsmen and women learn to turn on. Speak to this guy, things can get you down you know when you to, to the Lord the. World will better than before. It's interesting to know that the old book calls and this part Apostle of us our spirits. The Apostle Paul spoke about the good that he wanted to do, but he couldn't do. And the evil that he didn't want to do, but he ended up doing. It's as if there's a part of us that wants to simply maximize pleasure and minimize pain. It's driven by fear. It has its own ways of coping, which are mindless and eventually get us into strife and trap us, creating more pain and suffering. But there's the other part, the spiritual part, that's like a little girl or a little boy, a little angel. It's the highest part of us that some would say is made like God, to love and be loved. It wants the truth to get out. It wants to live spontaneously and creatively. It wants freedom, but responsibility too. And as that part has a chance to surface, a sense of peace overtakes us as our heart and mind comes together. And somehow the tensions evaporate as we reintegrate. The paradox is, the more we're inclined to let our reactions to our stresses rule us, the more alienated we become, the more cut off inside, and the more obsessive in our grasp of the things we instinctively think will bring us a bit of pleasure. The next time you're fighting for your survival, see if you can hear your little boy or girl or your spirit rise and talk to you, and you may well find it speaking with the voice of God and saying, it's okay, it's going to work out. And we've got a friend to help us. It's worth keeping in mind. I'm Mal Gab.